Good morning, beloved brothers and sisters. God bless you. I pray that you're doing well. I pray that you have all your needs met. I pray that you're surrounded by people that have nothing but the best intentions for you. Today, I just woke up feeling the need to speak. You know, just talk to my brothers and sisters specifically because I'm feeling the weight. I'm feeling the weight of looking at people that are lost, that have no idea what's happening. Namely, this generation of, what is it, Gen X, right? A certain age group that can't see past their own noses because they've been programmed to just live this narcissistic life. Have you noticed just how they push narcissism on this entire uh, society? Everywhere you look now, you meet a narcissist. (laughs) And if you've never dealt with that, you're lucky. (laughs) They can flip your world upside down, man, let me tell you. But I want to remind you guys, there's a reason behind it. You know, this world is pushing this YOLO, right? This you only live once, this, you know you, 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 you movement, right? When our Father, the Word, says that we are to love our neighbor, right? Love thy neighbor. And that's the second commandment, so it must be pretty darn important. You know, we have to start looking at each other with different eyes. And if you understand demonology, and if you understand the spiritual, the spiritual world, you understand where these influence happens, right? These influences, excuse me, happen. And so you can clearly watch the news and, you know, you'll, you'll see somebody that says, oh my gosh, this person just flipped out. I don't know what happened. It just happened all of a sudden. Well, that's demonic. That's demonic. You know, people want to believe in ghosts, right? The, the spirits of our dead loved ones. Okay. Well, why don't you believe in the spirits of the dead Nephilim that were flooded? They're mad. Mm, They don't like us. (laughs) You know, you just look at the world, beloved, and you can see it falling apart right before our eyes. You You can feel that there's another power push play being being planned out right behind our backs. You know, something's going on. They're gonna unleash something new soon. And all the while I've got Millions and millions of brothers and sisters around the world just waiting. You know, we're being mocked at. We're being scoffed at. You know, people are calling us crazy. But that's by design, beloved. Don't let it get to you. Don't. I know it's hard, but try not to take it personally. This world was programmed to make people treat us this way. We used to treat Christians this way before we were saved. I used to, you know... I did. I used to mock my dad. I didn't take him seriously. And and the stuff that I know now is it surpasses anything my dad ever told me. And I cannot wait to talk to him again. <laughs> but yeah, I, I used to do it too. I used to mock Christians because, you know, I used I grew up watching movies and shows that did the same thing and I figured and remember I used to have the mindset that well if 
society was making it okay and if this is how the world is then it must be okay that's why I thought abortions were okay that's why I thought making fun of everything was okay you know what I mean I thought that the way the world was here was okay I thought that dating everybody and their mother was fine it's fine you don't have to get married anymore you don't have to make a commitment you don't have to you know ask God for the right one you just do what you want that's mankind's problem They want to remove God from everything until something happens and they want to blame him for everything, right? (laughs) You know. I hope you guys got some coffee. I don't have a particular subject today. I really don't. I just woke up feeling awake. I've lost connections with a lot of people behind my running after Jesus. And I can't tell you how real it is, you know, when Holy Spirit guides you and when God calls you, there's nothing that can stop you. You're going to want to learn. You're going to want to dive into the scripture. You're going to want to know the truth. You're going to dive down rabbit holes to figure out these conspiracies and how true they are. And when you do that, you discover why they've done all this to hide the truth. But brothers and sisters, it's not our job to make believers out of people, you know, so don't get discouraged if you've been dropping seeds and, and, you know, sharing scriptures and, you know, really sharing God with, and your testimony and your journey with people and you don't see the change in anybody. Like, don't get discouraged by that. Even people around you that, that, you know, say they believe in God or, you know, they should be walking better with God. Don't, don't get discouraged. It's not your job to save them, right? We just plant seeds. Don't get discouraged. God knows what he's doing. Pray for people. We are to intercede, right? I often like when I'm sitting here pondering what it's going to be like on judgment day, I often ponder whether or not, you know, because you know how in the movies and stuff they have that, will anybody stand up for this person? (laughs) And so I wonder, in heaven, is it going to be revealed to us, the people that prayed for us, right? Because what if there's a person standing there and they were so lowly and they were so unwanted in this world and they were so kicked aside, right? What if not one person prayed for them? What if not one person took the time to lift this person up to Father, right? That's where Jesus comes in. He's our intercessor. (sighs) What a mighty king we serve. Like, if people really understood, and I know, I know once you're awake to it and everything, you you know, you're just like, well, how can, how can the world not see it? (laughs) How can people not believe? How can you not understand that God himself ordained people to write down things so that we would have a timeline An actual timeline, beloved, from beginning to end in the Bible. A timeline, right? So a lot of people thought that the rapture was going to happen in 1993 because they were following a specific timeline. But they were doing it from the birth of Jesus Christ. And our salvation began at the death of Jesus Christ. So with the Shemitah years and and all these other things going on, um, a lot of people believe it's going to happen this year based on what it says in scripture. I I believe it's the, we are the fig tree generation. 
right? In a generation in the Bible, 70 to 80 years. And in the Bible, it said once Israel became a nation, that the generation would not pass before these things came to pass when, when tribulation would start. And so a generation, 70 to 80 years, the 80th year is this year, this year, 2022. There's a whole lot of math in the Bible. I used to hate math. Now I'm like, yes, show me. (laughs) So there's actual, if you take the time, you can figure it out. You can absolutely figure it out. We are in a season. Yeah. But people want to be mad. People want to be mad. Like, you got to ask yourself, why does the thought of Jesus Christ coming to die for the sin of mankind, for the atonement, the ultimate slap in Satan's face, no more sacrifice required. You can't trick us with that, right? Why does that make people so mad? And I say this because I've had conversations with people. I've tried to lovingly just share the truth. And I don't say my truth or your truth. There's only one truth. Truth is not subjective. Your opinion is subjective. Your opinion about the truth is subjective. But there's only one truth. And if you don't know that, you're fast asleep and you should probably wake up soon. The Bible's fascinating. And I never used to believe it. I never used to even want to read it. Now, I want to eat it up for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I want my brothers and sisters to just I want you guys to know how wonderful our father is he's in control and these things are happening because they're ordained to happen and it's all going to come to pass exactly the way he said exactly the way he said and you got to remember when you're reading the bible like for instance in the book of revelation when John was writing it when he received the visions and everything Helicopters didn't exist, right? So, and this is just one example. So helicopters didn't exist back then. He had to describe what he saw, which locusts that sounded like a a thousand horses being drawn, right? That's because of the, the whip of the propellers, you know? And then they said with, and it looked like they had the faces of men with long hair, and it had snarling teeth. They were describing the World War II Apache helicopters because we we enlisted the Apaches to help us, right? And they painted snarling teeth on the sides of their war um, helicopters. And Apache men never cut their hair. So those big windows in the front, they showed the two men sitting in the front with faces of men with long hair, with snarling teeth on the sides that sounded like a thousand horses he had to write it that way because he couldn't say I saw two Apaches in a helicopter (laughs) going to war you understand you know he had to write things how they existed at the time and that's why you have to know how to read your Bible and it's fascinating what God will do for you it is so fascinating in one of my past um, episodes Remember, we listened to Chuck Missler, Chuck Missler, excuse me, and he broke down the genealogy and how it told a story. And 
scientifically, beloved, scientifically, these things can be proven to have existed to around 2,000 years ago. And then this is the New Testament. They found the Old Testament to be true as well. So, like, if these can be proven, like, based on the type of papyrus it's on, you know, historical events that surrounded it, why don't you want to believe? The Bible is not just a book, it's history and the future. But you've been given a debased mind because you have no love for the truth. And when God allows you to have a debased mind, it's not because he doesn't love you, it's because you don't love him. And he can't force you because you have a free will. So he allows you to get caught up in this world and all the demons and all the spirits and all the unclean stuff of this world. That's why you start thinking homosexuality is okay. That's why you start thinking child molesters are are a part of the born this way movement, right? Nobody was born that way. It's so sad, beloved, it's sad. We were not born gay. We were not born murderers. We were not born child molesters. We were not born fornicators. We were not born like this. We were taught this, influenced this by the society we live in. But I'm here to tell you, we serve an almighty king. (laughs) And, you know, if you know your Bible, you already know what's going to happen. And what's going to happen, beloved? Are you aware of the wedding feast, the marriage supper, the lamb, right? Let's just talk about what I believe is is about to, to come upon the world. And I won't go on and on and on and on. It's already been about 14 minutes here. So let's just, what I see coming is another lockdown or maybe not so much a lockdown maybe the threat of one I see war starting I see one of the big cities is going to be bombed here it's either going to be Miami New York or California They won't bomb Washington because of Mr. Gates. He owns a lot of stuff here. And Washington and Oregon are wonderful states for growing food. Did you know that? Washington has some of the best weather for food production. And I think that's why God brought me here. So I see we're going to go to war. Beloved brothers and sisters don't don't get discouraged by that we will see much before the rapture we will see much happen and then in a twinkling of an eye we'll be raptured out of here we'll be pulled out not all believers are going not everybody who says they believe in God is going to be taken away during this time because we're experiencing a great apostasia, the falling away. What's that? Well, in the Bible it says before things come to pass, there's going to be a great falling away and you can see it. 
what is a falling away? It's people that used to have faith in God that mm, became really, really cold to him. And just, mm, I don't care. And it's not real. Ah, you know. And then we go along with society. So, the falling away is happening. And I believe that people are sealing their fates right now. So, people that are not walking with God or not staying on their path, not trying daily, picking up their cross and walking with God, I believe they're going to be left behind. And that's where the test happens. Are you going to lose your faith, right? Faith is so important. Faith is so important because it can move mountains. If you don't believe in God, why should he do anything for you? Why? If you don't believe in how how mighty he is, if you don't believe that he can actually inspire people to write down things so that he could give us a book to tell us how everything went down, will go down, you know. If you don't believe that's who he is, well, why should he perform for you? Why should he do anything for you? You've made this world your God. Let this world save you, right? So I believe that when the rapture happens, it's going to be when war breaks out. It's going to be amidst chaos, right? Because it'll be easy to say, oh, wow, millions of people just disappeared. The aliens came. And, and the reason I say they're going to be able to say the aliens came is because when the rapture happens, the world's going to be dumbfounded by the people that are still here. And the people that are still here that I'm speaking about is the Vatican and all its leaders. People are going to be looking to the leaders in church wondering, oh, wow, like, it must have been aliens because if it was a rapture, we would all be gone, right? And a lot of people, beloved, don't even believe there's a rapture going to happen because they don't know their Bibles. Most religions, they tell their uh, parishioners that they need the church. They need, oh, you need to come here. You need this pastor over here so that you can have a relationship with, with God, which is a lie. But, you know, people blindly follow anything that they're told because that's just what they do. They're lazy. They don't want to figure things out for themselves. So it's going to be easy for them to say, oh, the alien invasion happened. The aliens removed all these people that weren't enlightened, right? Because there's a lot of people claiming to follow God. Look at the example of a Christian. Christians are snobby, you know, entitled, all about money. That's not a real believer. You know, these preachers that you see on TV and the Joel Osteens and, oh, get your money. That's not what it's about. We're not to worry about our riches here, beloved, because we're not taking anything with us. Those are prosperity. That's, that's false doctrine being pushed. Anyways, let me reel my brain back in here. So the falling away, right? The falling away is happening so it could set up for the rapture. The rapture is the harpazo, the taking away. No, the word rapture is not in the Bible. The word harpazo is in the Bible, and it's been translated into a taking away, okay? Because that's what it means. <laughs> so the falling away is going to happen, which is what we're in now. I believe war will start and then the rapture will happen. What's the rapture? It's where Jesus Christ, he doesn't touch down on earth. He appears just up in the clouds to say, it is time for your wedding supper. And he calls his people. 
He calls his people and we get to go home for a minute and celebrate at the wedding feast, right? And during that time, while we're celebrating and receiving our crowns with our father and, and just reuniting with people and preparing, right? Tribulation's going to happen. What is tribulation? It's seven years of the worst the worst violence, the worst stuff that will ever come to the earth. Worse than anything that will ever happen again. It will involve 200 million demonic man army. It will involve the beasts rising up, the Nephilim. It'll, it'll involve a lot, beloved. And, well, you know, most people aren't aware because they've written off the Bible and that's by design. You know, it's this world was designed to make sure you don't believe in it. This world was designed to make sure that you go to hell. Lucifer hates you. All the people in, pl- in power hate you. <laughs> We're just worker bees, you know. Those Georgia Guidestones, like, that's really what they wanted for mankind. They really want to depopulate. What do you think wars are for? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so while we're up having our celebration, right, our wedding feast and receiving the crowns and just loving and preparing, right, the tribulation is going to be happening here. And three and a half years into tribulation, there's going to be a man that comes upon the scene, right? He's going to promise to fix everything. Or no, he, he comes at the beginning and he claims that he's going to fix everything. And then three and a half years, he calls himself God and he says, you're going to worship me. And the two witnesses are going to return and they're going to preach. They're going to preach. They're going to be preaching all over Israel. They're going to be saying, hey, the, the kingdom of God is at hand. You need to repent. And people are going to hate them. And, and I think it's going to be Elijah and Moses. I I do believe it's going to be Elijah and Moses. I thought maybe it'd be Enoch because Enoch and Elijah were the two that were raptured. They never tasted death. So there's seven raptures in the Bible. Don't let people tell you raptures aren't real. Don't let people tell you God can't and won't do things. Don't let people tell you anything. Take it to God yourself. If you want to know the almighty and true power of God, go to the source. Go to the source. Okay, so... While we're up having our feast, tribulation's going to be happening. Um, you know, in Revelation, you will. If you're here during tribulation, it's to discover the truth still. God is still in control. I don't want you to lose heart. People that are left behind still have a chance. God is still in control. And there's sanctuaries being put up all over the world right now. Because God has a way of making sure people are in the right place at the right time. And at the very end of tribulation, we are going to have what? Armageddon. Armageddon is something that you guys should be looking forward to because that's when the Lord Jesus comes back. Not on a donkey, not as the lamb, not as the the purified pure, perfect sacrifice for the world, but as a king, as a warrior, and he's going to come with all of us behind him. 
And that's why I believe things are going to happen the way they do, because the Bible says we're going to come back. We're going to be with him. Once Once he comes for his church, his bride, we never leave him again, which means we follow him forever. So we come back with him for Armageddon. We reign with him for his thousand year reign. There's all these things to come, beloved. Like the end of an age isn't the end of the world. It's the end of the world as we know it. But these things are going to come. And I'm excited. I'm excited, you know. I don't focus too much on the world anymore. I like to watch the news and stuff to see what's going on. And I still dive down my rabbit holes. Just so that I can help people wake up to how much this government hates us. And it's not just our government. It's all of them. They're all in cahoots. Right, what did, uh, what was it, George Carlin said, they're all in one big club and you ain't in it, (laughs) right? Oh, they're all part of one big club and you ain't in it, and that's the truth. What do you think all these secret societies are about? Have you noticed the symbolisms yet? Has God woken you to that yet? Do you see the one-eyed symbolism, the horse symbolism? Have you realized that all these false gods are false gods because they're the fallen that came and gave themselves names and titles and told you guys that they're gods do you know that the vatican worships a fish that's why they wear those fish hats dagon right and what would create half man and half beast oh i don't know that may be when the nephilim came down and took wives and procreated with anything it touched they were gross when the fallen came down they were being disgusting not the nephilim excuse me they created nephilim when the fallen came down they were disgusting they were they were mating not just with women beloved <laughs> they were mating with animals everything so when you look in history or when you look at like carvings right ancient um carvings and stuff and you see these things well there's some truth to it they're not gods though they're not these mystical wonderful beings they're the product of fallen angels and they don't like you (laughs) so yeah anyways that's you know so those beasts are worshipped all over the place here there's an actual uh, marine kingdom people worship and, and it's You know, it all has to do, Greece, 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 Greece. With their mythology and everything, um, the Fallen really, really created so many gods, right? Zeus, Apollo, and Apollo is Apollyon. Remember, he's an angel in the Bible. But people don't want to read. You want to read a book by some dude you never met, right? Somebody who got rich off writing this for you to read it. But you don't want to dive into history. Anyways, beloved, so I think I'm just going to finish my coffee. (laughs) I think uh, just keep your eyes peeled, you know, just we're one day closer. Don't get discouraged. Talk to people. Tell them, you know, show them the love of Jesus. You're not supposed to, you're not supposed to be mean to people, be snarky and anything, even when they're mean to you. What would Jesus do? That's a real thing. Imagine, you know, 
he was so peaceful and so full of love that he would just try to, to make people feel comfortable. Make people feel comfortable talking to you. You know, people don't believe in what you believe in. It doesn't mean you have to have contention. It doesn't mean you can't speak and have a conversation. I want you to think of the person you like the least in this world. Oh, there's some people right now on my nerves, right? And I'm so tempted to just lash out and and speak the truth about them and say some stuff. But you know what I'm doing? I'm taking it to God and I'm saying, Father, please remove this, this anger from me for them. Because I know that, that you also created them, Father. And I, I know that they're also facing a battle, Father. So when people come up and, and attack you, it's not personal. People are battling their own things. Anyways, beloved, I pray you guys have a wonderful day. I pray that... I pray that this was edifying for you. I pray that you're able to hold on and endure and not get discouraged. And my email is always available. I'm always available for fellowship. Maybe never in person or on the phone, but email me and I will get back to you. If you need prayer for anything specific, let us know. Let it be known. Let your troubles be known to Father. He's listening. We are headed for real serious times, brothers and sisters, and just don't forget daily to put on that full armor of God, right? Because there's something everywhere trying to distract you and get you caught up. God bless you with open eyes and open ears. Until next time.